Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. That's busy, right? All right, man, this is the year you're going to live your best life ever, amen? Man, Ben, I don't know what you did, but you did it good, man. I like me here. Whatever you did, leave me here. I'm happy. I could hear myself. Hallelujah. Listen, if you're going to live your best life now, obviously, we've got to change some things maybe we were doing in the past. We know that it's the little steps are going to make the big strides in life, the big gains in life. And why I'm saying this is this, because everybody wants to live their best life. Come on, man. Like I was kidding right in the morning. Everybody wants to get, you know, how many got your gym membership all cranked up? Give me an amen. Come on. There's one. Come on, come on, stop. How many of you, how many felt like the gym membership just became a hot thing, right? Nobody? Y'all lying, right? How many are gonna go? This is the year you're gonna lose the 10 pounds. That was weak, man. This is gonna be the year. Come on. You're gonna get healthy. Come on, this is gonna be the year you walk around the ocean and get fit. Come on, somebody's gonna get mental clarity this year. Should have been a lot more amens there. Somebody, somebody, somebody's going to start living their best life. Not a, somebody's going to stop living an almost life and start living the utmost life. Are, you, are we going to do this or what? Don't you got any expectation in this place? Somebody's like, nah, I want this year to be like last year. I want this year to be 2020 was my best year ever. I praise God. I was doing great. 2020 was the best year. We won the national championship. Oh, praise God. <laughs> Come on, stop. You got to start expecting more out of life. If you're going to live your best life now, you got to what? You got to take little steps towards seeing this take place. And some of the scriptures I was looking at is look at God. He's so cool. Check this out in Zachariah. I found this. I love this scripture. Check this out. I, 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 I sent this to my personal trainer, guy. I sent this to my buddy. You know, I said, look, God's going to put muscle on me. I don't have to work out no more. Isn't that good? I'll put muscle in the people of Judah. Just start calling me Judah. Come on, man. He was talking about God's people, right? He said, I'm going to put some strength in you. I'm going to establish you. I'm going to help you. I'll make you strong. I'll save the people of Joseph. Praise the Lord. What? I know their pain, and I'll make them good as new. They'll get what? A fresh start. Write that down. I'm going to get a fresh start with God. How many of you can use a fresh start with God? Right? Let's be honest, man. Prioritize and look at, like we sang that song. All I want is you, man. I forget about what you're going to give me and all them blessings are coming. Thank God you're so good, right? Then I'll get a fresh start with God. And look what he says. I love this. Just as if what? Nothing ever happened. You can leave that scripture up to your let me see it. What do you mean nothing ever happened? Well, how many know some of you got, we got some mistakes. We got some failures. We got some things we're not like, oh, this is great. Or some things we'd like to forget. Can we get an amen? Everybody in the room say, amen, right? It's true, right? Like, I, I don't, oh, let's go play the Rolodex of things I screwed up in 2023. You don't have that much time, okay? So let's just move beyond it and get a brand new fresh start. Why? Because he said this, as if nothing ever happened. Why? Because I am there, boom very own God. Come on, because that's what God wants. So don't be over there stuck with rehearsing it and get, it's over. You can't do nothing about it, right? He said great things. Now look at this scripture. I didn't give this to the morning guy, so the 1030 gets a bonus. Look at Psalm 145, 14. I love this. 
Look at this right here. Because here's what you know. God said you can live beyond your mistakes. We can get a fresh start just as if nothing ever happened. Look at Psalms 145, 14 in the message. Give him a minute. Because here's the key you got to know. Sometimes we feel down. Sometimes we don't feel like we can. Sometimes we don't feel like everything works out. But I want you to see this. You pop it up there. Psalm 145, 14, Message Bible. I know it's in there. It says, God gives a hand to those down on their luck. He gives a fresh start to those who are ready to quit. You better take a picture of that one, man. You ever feel like sometimes like, man, things just ain't rolling right? You know, now we don't believe in luck and all that stuff, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it just ain't cranking right. You know, like, man, I, I need to get a break, right? You ever been like, I need to get a break? You ain't never been like that? You guys talk back to me, man. You got to be Pentecostal today. You know what I mean? Give it back. So it's like, break me off a Kit Kat bar. Pray. You can't eat a Kit Kat with fasting. Praise the Lord. All right. So come on, right? How many of you notice them signs are talking to you though? Right? Burger King. I didn't want to eat no Burger King. You know what? Kevin won't let me. He said, you got to eat Big Macs. But anyway, Kevin, that Big Mac's talking to me. He's like, eat me, eat me, eat me. I ride by signs. They're like, eat me. I was like, I, 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 I'm craving goofy. I, I, the other day I was craving Taco Bell. You know you're hungry if you're craving you Taco Bell. I was like, you know, eat a burrito. I was like, that burrito looked good or something. I don't know. Signs, Krispy Kreme's been screaming. I hate riding by that sign. It's always hot now when I ride by. That thing's like, eat me. I'm like, stay away from me, devil. I bind you, right? Look, pop that up there. Let's listen to some scriptures. We need some spiritual food. God, what? Gives a fresh start to those who are ready to quit. No matter what you're facing, you might feel like quitting or packing it in. Don't. Why? God's going to give you a fresh start. Now, how many need a fresh start in your marriage? Now, that's not a bad amen, man, because you got to be working on this stuff. You know, I was kidding. I was playing, right? Some of you, some of you have been married like 40, 50 years. Look, man, this ain't, you can't just go through the motions because you've been married 50 years. I'm not picking on nobody. You got to keep this thing fresh. Otherwise, you'd be punching one another in the parking lot on the way home. No, what am I saying? Are you making the investments there? How many, you know what's funny? How many of you got your finances, want to get your finances in order this year? That's a good thing. How many want to get your health in order? That's a good thing. If it's going to be different, you got to, how about the relationship with your kids? Oh my God. Now listen to me. This is my, this one's, this one, this one for the fast has been my pet peeve. You know what I mean? Like I'm on this one. I asked you to do something. A lot of you didn't do it. Okay. And I told you, blame me. I said, call your family. Some of you got some weird family. I know. Like, you know, it's weird. I don't want to be decent. I, like, I don't want you to think like I'm not sensitive to this. I understand some people don't. They, and it's not your fault. I'm not saying you're, you're weird. You know, you're forgiving. You know what I mean? But some people don't forgive you. I got people like that. They don't like me. I told the one guy, I said, don't be my enemy. Oh, yeah. I said, you might die. Yeah, I did. The most dangerous thing in the world. I had to pray for this nitwit. Yeah, because I know what God said he'll do to my enemies. Don't be, why you got to be my enemy? I'm nice. I play nice with everybody. I do. I play nice with everybody. You put me in the sandbox, I play, John, I play nice with everybody. I was like, don't not play nice with me because once you make you, you make yourself my enemy, now my God will defend me because I ain't defending myself. So you better pray for yourself, bro, because I prayed for you the other day because you're crazy. God told me he'll slay my enemies right before my eyes. You don't, do not pick a fight. It's a bad fight. You fighting God because I love you. I'm going to pray for you. I mean, I, so here's what I'm saying. But some people in your life, they're goofy. Okay, leave them alone. Pray for them. Give them mercy. But I asked you to do something. I said, call your relatives. Call the people you love. Call your kids. And say, what 
can I pray for you about this year? That's an uncomfortable conversation for some. I, we were like, I could pick on you for a minute. His, his, his family member isn't really down with the God stuff. He's, he picked up the phone. Probably wasn't easy, right? Like, I got to call you and say, hey, what do you want me to pray for? And she happened to say, pray for everybody else but me, correct? So you might get that phone call conversation. But here's what I want to know. What are they, they going to come away when they hang up the phone and go, I, 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 I'm supposed to call you because the preacher said, call the people you love and care about and ask them what they need this year from God. What are they going to say when they hang up the phone? And they must, they must, they must really love me. Okay. And here's the other one. What's going to happen when God does it? And they go, man, maybe this God they're serving is real. And what's God going to do with the prayers you pray for somebody else? Now, we got a little skin in the game. What's God going to do with your prayers when you start praying about other people's prayers? He's going to start making sure your prayers come to pass. I asked you to do it. Why? Because this year is going to be different. And what was it like getting the prayer request from the kids? You know what I'm saying? Now, me, I've been getting the prayer requests from the kids forever because they, they, they're forced, you know, with this thing. They write them. They give them to me. They text them. But you know what I'm saying? But what is it going to look like when you pick up that phone and go, hey, what do you believe in God for? It takes them off guard, right? Like, oh, I don't, let me get back to you, right? Because they're not. But what is that going to say to your sister who you guys maybe ain't here or your brother who maybe it's like this. Maybe you got love, you got a whole family full of God. They might just be like, praise God, get in agreement with me. Amos 3.3 says, how could two walk together unless they agree? So with the people that are in the kingdom, they're just going to agree with you and go, let's go. We got a family focus. Let's do this thing. The ones outside of God, it might challenge them just a little bit, but I promise you this, when they hang up the phone and walk away, they're going to be thinking, son, what happened to you? you coming from with this? Now you praying? Look, I know what's going to happen for some of you. You can call, but oh, oh, now you're spiritual. Come on, right? You were up with me in the club six months ago, but now you spiritual. That's when you tell them God will use peculiar things, won't he now? Come on, listen. You got to get moving towards this, and then what will start happening is it'll start building something inside of you that you need to start doing. So this is an opportunity for you to get involved with your family and do things at a different level. But here's what I want you to see. Point number one, you better write them down because they're coming at you quick. You got to stop believing you can't do things. Limitation is birth in your mind, not with God. God has no limitations, okay? If you're going to do great things, you have to understand this. And I really, really like, I really like Gideon because Gideon's really the kind of guy that's like, man, you got the wrong dude. Stop believing you can't do things. Looking out, God starts speaking to Gideon. It's going to make sense to you. Check out. The angel of God appeared to Gideon and said this, God is with you, you mighty warrior. How many of you know Gideon is hiding? <laughs> Gideon does not want nothing to do with this stuff. Gideon is like, peace, I'm out of here, goodbye. And God comes to and goes, you are a mighty warrior. And look at Gideon's response. Gideon's the dude. He's like, um, with me? Or you got the wrong dude is what he's saying. Like, hey, you sure you got the right guy? Check it out. If God is with us, here's the question to Gideon. Gideon number one goes, hey, I think you got the wrong dude. And then he goes, two, well, if you were with me, why is this all happening? You ever been there? You ever been there? Well, if God was with me, why do I got to go through this? Well, God never told you everything was going to be smooth sailing, but he promised you he'd be faithful. So you can't understand everything. Get to heaven, you can ask all these questions. But God said, no matter what's in front of you, I'll get you through it. Look what he said. Where are all the miracles? 
Where are all this stuff my parents and grandparents told us about? God, you didn't even deliver us from Egypt. What's going on? He did. Didn't you do this? Is what he's saying. Fact is what? God has nothing to do with us. That's what he's thinking. But look what God said to him in verse 14. But God faced him directly and said this. Go in this strength that is yours. Because I sent you. He said, you ain't got to be all strong and figure this out. You can be little in your own eyes. Don't worry, I'll make you big. Look what he says here. Watch this, 15. He said, what? He said, Gideon said to me, me? You want me to go just the way I am? He said, go just the way you are and watch what happened. He said this. He goes, how in the world can I ever save Israel? Look at me. I'm weak and I'm the run of the litter. So he sees himself. God said, you see yourself way different than I see you. Look at the next verse. He said to him, he said, what? God said, I will be with you. Believe me, you'll defeat these guys. As one man, Gideon said, if you're serious about this, do me a favor, give me a sign, right? Is that what we always want? Give me some kind of sign that I can do this. No, you got the only sign you need is the word of God. God said you can and you will. But sometimes what you got to do in life is you got to believe you can. You can't just be like, oh, I can't do it. Who told you this? Who said you can't? Why can't this be the best year of your life? Well, the last 10 years weren't. Big zippity-doo-dah day. The next year could be the best year of your life. All you got to do is watch, start seeing things in the right perspective. You got to stop believing that you can't do things. You and God can do anything. You and God can do the impossible. But what did he say, Gideon? He said, Gideon, go in, he says in the King James, go in this thy own strength. You know what he's saying? You got to go with what you got, and I'll meet you in the middle of the going and give you my ability to pull it off. Sometimes in life, it feels like what? I can't. Good, you're in good company. When you can't, God can. You know why you can't? Because we'd probably take the credit if we could. He says, you go with what you got, and I'll put my ability on you. Watch me pull this off, and then we know what? God's going to get the glory. Write that down. You got that? God gets the glory when you're weak. You got to realize that. Look at the next point over here, point number two. Write these down. I like it. You got to start believing for something new, man. You got to start seeking out new stuff. Now, what do I mean by that? Am I talking about, what do you mean new? Fresh, brand new, fresh start, brand new thing, new things with God. He says it right here in the word. Check this out. We all know, I read this scripture. I like reading the message. It says, this is what God said. The God who builds a road through the ocean. Man, you ever walk in the ocean? You ever see the ocean? That's kind of hard to build a road through the ocean. But God can do it. He did it with the Red Sea. That's what he's saying. He's saying, look how big I am. Look what he said here. God who builds a road right through the ocean, who carves a path through the pounding woods, the God who summons horses and chariots and armies, they lie down and they what? They can't get up. They're snuffed out like candles. Forget about what's happened. You better write that down. You got to stop rehashing old history, man. Forget about it. And what? Start what? Forget about what's happened. Don't keep going over old history. Be alert and be present. Ain't that good? Well, I want to go back to 73 when you were a banana head. Well, I was two or something like that. And I don't remember anything. Cut it out, man. You know what I'm saying? People want to go back over all, well, you were like this. Well, I'm not like that no more. Well, you know, we were like this. Well, I'm not like that no more. You got to start looking for the new. Everybody say the new. Tap your neighbor, say the new. Look at your neighbor. Look at your neighbor, say the new. 
Look at your other neighbor. Say the new, the new, the new. That's the person you left and your right. Say the new. Right. You go, if there's me, I go like this. Right that way. Left. This is left. This is right. Gigi's working on this with directionals. Right directional. Left directional. Right directional. Left directional. She's doing magnificent. Look up there. Pop that up there. He said what? He said, don't keep going over old, but be alert and be what? Present. Some of you can't even live in the moment you're in because you're stuck in 83. Stop. Stop it. Look. Look what he says. I'm about to do something brand new. Whoa. It's busting out. Woo. It's bursting out. Don't you see it? Can you see it? Man, God's going to do something new with your relationships. He's going to do something new in your life. Start expecting the new. Start believing. Well, nothing ever good happens to me. Yeah, God knows that's the truth. And it isn't going to start. You got no faith for it. Stop it. You know what I mean? Stop it. There is what? There it is. I'm making a road through the desert. Rivers in the badlands. You see that? Man, I'll tell you what. I like, can I give him Psalm 62, 8? I didn't give him that in the morning one, but I like this scripture. Right? Psalms 62, 8 in the Passion Translation. Look what he says. He says, join me, everyone. Trust only in God every moment. Ain't that cool? You got to trust him, man. Are you trusting God? Trust him at another level. Look what he said. Tell him all your troubles and pour out your heart. Have you been doing that? You know what I mean? Just be transparent with him, man. Put him in the car. Start telling him what's going on, right? And then believe me when I tell you, he will help you. You could pause in his presence. He show up, man. You got to be transparent, though. You ever, you ever just been mad? You ever get mad? Yeah, you know, I get mad. I get mad in the public's parking lot because those people can't drive, man. That place is patient. I call it the, I call it, I call it the patient parking lot. Oh my god, dude, these people are so goofy, right? Doing stupid stuff, and then I yell at them, and then Pastor Liz yells at me, and then then it, then it goes good, and then I yell at the cars, and then she yells at me, then I yell at her, and then then it's a big yell fest. I still haven't passed that test, so maybe I should just stop going grocery shopping. Hallelujah, and everything will be good. You know what I'm saying? But then I got to go, you know what I'm saying? It's like everywhere I go, it seems like there's morons driving cars. I don't know, maybe it's me, right? So, but no, kidding around, it's funny, but can I really be seriously? Are you expecting something new this year? Are you expecting something brand new? Are you expecting something new with your relationship with God? Are you expect right? Think about this, right? What do we say the first thing we're supposed to do? Because I'm going to test you before we leave. What's the first thing we're supposed to do? Have a who? Go Holly, what? Stop believing you can't do stuff. Who tells you this stuff? Well, I can't do that. Why? Why can't you? Why can't you do it? Why can't you be the one? Why? What are you believing for? Say, well, I, I don't even know what to believe for. Well, you know what? I believe my parenting skills are going to a whole new level next year. That's a great goal. How about you? I believe my marriage skills are going to a whole new level next year. That's a good goal. Little things, man. I'm going to be a better friend. I was thinking about that. You could be a better friend to people. You know what I mean? Be thinking, get up in the morning, think like, hey, man, who, 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 could I, who could I encourage today or something? I don't know. Why don't you start asking yourself the question? Here's the biggest thing. This is a big one too, right? Point number two, I like this. Start believing for something new. If you don't start believing for something new, you know what starts happening? You just start living a status quo life. No expectancy, man. No expectancy. When you get the mail, do you expect bills? Cut it out. Start believing for checks in the mail. I mean, just change, shift your thinking, man. 
when the phone rings, the first thing you think, oh, God, now what? You know what I'm saying? Stop. Cut it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to start expecting something. You know what I mean? Like, glory to God, you know? You got to start believing and shifting your mentality. Like, it's going to be great. You know, rainy first rainy day, get excited. Right? Praise God. Glory to God. All the plants are going to get some water. I don't know. Turn your head around and cut it out. Because what you start doing is you start getting this negative complex about everything in life. And the next thing you want, you're negative all day. It's easy to become negative. Point number three, write this down. If I'm going to have a brand new life, you got to get this. I love this. This is the year, what? Remember, remembering this. If it's in front of you, you can handle it. I think this one shuts so many people down. Like, God almighty, now what? I'm so stinking tired of this stuff. Come in my way. Leave me alone. Doesn't it seem like you go from one battle to the next battle to the next battle to the next battle to the next financial hurdle to the next financial hurdle from the next hurdle of health to the next hurdle of health to family this, family that, this, that, the other thing. There's always some kind of, oh, I'm believing God. Well, the minute you believe God, you might as well get ready for the battle because it's coming, glory to God, because the Bible says, fight the good fight of faith. Well, what do you got to remember? Guess what? Look what it says in First Corinthians 10. This year, I'm going to remember, if it's in front of me, I already beat it. If it's here, I already won. Y'all know this scripture. It's a good scripture, but you need to read it, right? All these tests they endured on their way through the wilderness, they're symbolic. What are they symbolic about? Well, they're symbolic pictures, an example that provides us with a warning. Well, what's the warning? We can learn. That what? What they experience. For we live in a time when the purpose of God, right, of all the ages is now past, completing its goal within us. Well, I'd like to know what that goal is. That'd be great. So beware if you think this could never happen to you. Don't let pride get in your way. That would be your downfall. So what is he trying to say? He's like, look, you're going to go through stuff. Here, note to self, 2024, you're going to go through some stuff. You're going to go. Just how are you going to go through it? Because you're not, you're not in control of the stuff that comes sometimes. You know what I mean? You got, we could bind an enemy and all that stuff, not demonic stuff. But just life's going to come, but you're in control of how you respond to that stuff. That's where you are. And look what it says. Watch this. So what? So beware if you don't think this can happen. You better keep the right thinking because it's coming. What's coming? 13. We're going to all experience times of testing. Well, guys, if you don't get to, I'm not a teacher. You guys that are teachers, you're good. You have to test to get out to the next grade. You have to test. I don't care what you do, right? If, you, if you're selling insurance, you got to pass a test. You, you want to be a doctor? You got to pass a test. You want to go do this? You got to pass a test. You want to drive a car? You got to pass a test. If you want to get promoted in life, you got to pass some tests. Hello? Right? You got to pass some test. Now, some of them might be a physical test, but I can't do what you do. Put tile on the wall the way you do it, you got to pass some tests. They ain't hiring me to do it. You know what you're doing. See what I'm saying? You can't play. There's music tests. That I can't play that thing? There's some tests you pass to get there. Was it a physical exam? No, it was a hearing exam. Was your exam in written paper? No, it's I see. I can see what you did and I see what I did. You don't want what I got. We want what you got. Why? It's a physical exam. It's a mental exam. It's an eye exam. It's an exam. Some people are passing tests. They don't even know it. It's not be like, sit there. I got a hundred on my test. No, it's called a life test. And there's life tests hitting you every minute of the day. And you got to win them because they're invisible, but they're real. Now, look what he says right here. And Joel, you're going to love this scripture because this is you. I'm glad you got here, man. We got, this is warm weather for you, right? We're all experiencing times of testing, which is normal, okay? Because it's coming because you can't grow without them. 
Now, God doesn't bring them, but God kind of sits back and waits to see what we're going to do. But here's the good news about God. He's real cool. He makes sure before you get there, he's going to be faithful. And he's screening it. And he's filtering it. And here's the best one. He's time-tested it. What's the first thing me and you do when this junk's up? Oh, great. Miserable timing. Not according to God. Perfect timing, because you can handle it. Timing of every test or trial you face so you can what? I can't take it anymore. Yeah, you can, or it wouldn't be here. You got to start looking at these things as promotions, not problems. This year, right? You can back in each test. Woo! Come on. It's an opportunity to trust him more and more. Along with every trial, God has provided for you a way of escape that will bring you out, not just out, victoriously. You coming out with victory. You're coming out with victory. You're coming out with, I ain't just getting out, I'm getting out with victory. This is your year of victory, glory to God. But what are you going to do? You're going to start looking at things in the right perspective. And number four, you're going to like this one. Put number four down. This is a good one, right? I like four. I told Gigi I put this one up there for her. God's going to turn your mess into a masterpiece. So I'm saying? Because sometimes you only know what's really chaotically going on. You know what I mean by that? It's like a mess. This is a total mess. God's going to make my mess a masterpiece. You ever been there? You just had a whole mess? You know what I mean? Just a mess, man. This thing's a mess. You ever been in some stuff that's just a mess? You get like, you got a party over here arguing, party over there. You ever get, I get in some messes. Yes, you, 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 yes I seen you when I was walking yesterday, you know, uh, in, in the neighborhood, and I, and I was in the middle of a mess. I got one, oh, yeah, oh, God. I was like, that's why I was like, hey, you don't even want to know what's up. They got one mess over here and the next mess over there, and I'm in the middle of a mess. I go, this thing's a mess. This thing going to have to turn out like a masterpiece. Jesus Christ going to have to walk through the wall and sit these jokers down and fix it. But guess what? I've seen so many messes turn into a masterpiece. I laugh. But here's the thing. You got a mess. But God will turn that mess around and put it into a place where it looks like a masterpiece. And let me explain that. And you know where I got that from? God tells Jeremiah, you need to go down to the potter's house. It's a great story. You should go read it. Okay? And you can read it. God told Jeremiah, up on your feet, go to the potter's house. And when you get there, I'll tell you what I have to say. Jeremiah said, okay, let's go to the potter's house. And you know, y'all watch Ghost, that weird movie, you know? With Patrick Swayze, right? And that girl, like, ooh, Demi Moore, everybody like that. Uh, all the girls like it. They want you to go make pottery. God Almighty, help me. First time Pastor Liz tells me to go make pottery, I'm going to talk to her. She's going to counseling heaven. Praise the Lord. Pottery. Does anybody here know how to make pottery? On a wheel? No, for real. Not like you went there and the stuff started flinging all over the place. You can make something that looks good. Anybody? Sean can. You can too? It's kind of cool, man. I think that's cool. I could see me in that class. Can you imagine me? What a mess I'd make, right? So I went to the potter's house. You all thought that was Bishop Jakes. He got that from the Bible, man. Chill, right? So I went down to potter's house, not in Dallas. I went to potter's house in Jeremiah. And sure enough, there was the potter. He was working on his wheel. And whenever the pot of pottery was working out, it turned out badly. And sometimes it happens when you're working with clay. 
You know what the potter did? Start over. And use the same clay to make another pot. Woohoo! How many of you feel like you're on the wheel? <laughs> How many of you feel a little defective? Don't raise your hand, but you like I might be defective clay. He gonna just rework you, baby. Let him rework it, man. That's what he's saying. Jeremiah, what did you get out of it? You know what he said to him? He said, I got the revelation that who, and this is what he said. He goes on, and I don't want to read it for time's sake, but he goes on. He goes, who are you to tell the potter what to make of the clay? Don't you think the master knows how to mold the clay, the lay, the clay needs to be molded? And Jeremiah got a revelation that God can start over. And let God mold you the way he wants to mold Because some of you are different. But I got news for you. Your difference is because the master molded the masterpiece just a little different than the piece sitting next to you. Don't ever despise what God made. And I got news for you. If it starts looking like you start getting a little out of whack, throw some water on you and spin you again. He ain't done with this thing, man. Don't ever think this season of life is the last spot where God has got you. He's reworking the clay of your life and he's transforming your future forever. Don't forget it, amen? Come on, close your eyes in here. I'm believing this today. I'm expecting this today. And I know today that God can do great things with your life. Amen? Yeah, some of you, he's reworking your clay. Say that out loud. Man, that's gonna be our confession. God, rework me. Come on, man. I wanna be a masterpiece in his hands. How about you? I wanna be transformed by his presence. And if you're in here today right now and you say to me, Pastor Chris, I, I, I don't know Jesus. I don't know Jesus. I, f- I feel this in here today. I don't know Jesus and I want to know him. I want to start my life right with God. You might be in here today and you need that. You need this experience in your life. If you don't know who Jesus is, today's your day of change and transformation. Okay? So if you're in here, nobody looking around, nobody's eyes open, please just for a minute for just the compassion for the people around you. If you're in here today and you want to start your journey with God, maybe you're online and you're watching. We have people watching. The church in Nigeria is watching today. Church in Belize was watching. My buddy, I really appreciate those guys. On their way to church, they're watching church. But you might be in here today and say, man, you know what? I don't know him and I want to know him. At the count of three, I want you to raise your hand. I'm going to pray with you. Nobody's looking around. Only I'm looking around. If you don't know for sure about your eternal security, I want you to raise your hand. Ready? Don't you wait. If you got one question of, I don't know, Maybe I should do this. You better get your hand in the air. Only I'm looking. Ready? One, two, three. Put it in the air now. Bold, loud, and strong. That's awesome. There's hands up here. It's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Get them in the air. Just let it go. You don't know you're going to heaven. Get your hand in the air. Slip through the gate for crying out loud, but get in. Praise the Lord. Okay, put your hands down. Say this out loud with me. Pastor Chris be yelling at me. <laughs> I'm going to see you in heaven. You're going to be like, thank God you yelled at me. You scared. You scared. Did you know what out of me? Now I'm in heaven. Praise the Lord. Say this out loud. Say, Jesus. Everybody in the room, say, Jesus. I know you're real. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for hanging on the cross for my sin so I didn't have to. Thanks for paying the price for me. I love you, Jesus. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Now give me a minute let me pray for you. I like that. 
You ready for this? Let me pray for you. Here it is. Ready? Because you're going to go in power. Hey, stand up on your feet because then you're dismissed. Let me do this real quick. Let me do this real quick. Let me do this real quick. Woo, what is going? Lift your hands to heaven. This is going to be good. You ready? Now, don't say it if you ain't serious. I'm going to talk about you being clay and God reworking your wheel. You know what I'm saying? Let him smooth. I got some rough spots. How about you? I got to stop telling on myself. You guys are going to start thinking. Pastor needs prayer. I do. Pray for me. But how many of you know there's some stuff I need him to rework? Oh. You know what I'm saying? How many of you feel like, give me one more spin? You know what I mean? Spin it one more time, God. Spin it one more time. Spin it one more time. Just put your hands in here and say, Jesus, mold me, shape me, make me into the vessel you want me to be. I surrender this year, and I'm okay. Because I know you're the potter. And I know I'm the clay. Save me into the masterpiece you called me to be. And may I never be the same again. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody say, Amen. Come on, give me a shout like you got it today. Believe it today. Expect it today. Amen. God bless you. We love you. Don't forget, get all your resources. If you haven't got your prayer request in, put that up there one more time for me. I ask you're doing great. Thank you so much. Put that up there. If you did not get the journal and you did not get that, get that stuff, download it, get it in the lobby, get ready to go. Send your prayer requests in. We love you. God bless you. You guys are dismissed. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.